welcome to another episode of Drive to the Rays with your favorite hostess. Hostesses? Hosts and esses. Hostesses. Larry. And Inelia. Yeah. And PV, of course. Of course, PV, yes. Well, how are you feeling, honey? I am feeling a little bit pressured. <laughs> I feel a little bit of pressure. Yeah, I've been feeling a little bit of pressure too. Coerced, oh, yeah. feeling like I'm being coerced a little bit into action sometimes. Yeah, coerced into either vaccinating, coerced into jabbing, coerced into uh, righteousness, coerced mm. into fighting, coerced into convincing, convincing. or coercing. Convincing yeah. is coercing. Convincing is different to coercion. If you're like um, presenting data. <laughs> yeah. And it's that's... different, right? To kind of. forcing people through their vulnerabilities or Achilles heels. Mm. Right? I think we'll get a little bit more into that. It's like, it's not so much me personally that I'm feeling like I'm getting coerced into a thing or another. Mm-hmm. Or mandated or required to keep my job. You haven't told me I have to get a jab in order to keep talking to you on the <laughs> Podcast, podcast or anything so right. i mean i got a pretty good job yes yeah but i gotta say if i look around me all of the people in my immediate tribe none of them are coercing me to get right, a right. jab to be hanging out with them which is extraordinary Ooh. good right it's mm-hmm. just, oh, oh, oh puppy what did you do puppy there you go Okay, I hope we can still hear us. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's part of, um, that's part of it. Is it working? I'm not really sure. Does it have the little, yeah, it has the little bars that it goes up. It's working. Okay. Okay, PB didn't cancel us. All right. Cancel us, or course us, or any way. Of course, us in any way by <laughs> stepping all over the wires and yeah. getting trapped in them and pulling them. So... It is um, all of the members of my um, direct biological family and of my um, Native American tribe. There's tons of coercion going on there. My daughter's going to college and they have mandates and requirements. They have mandates and requirements, yeah. They and do. my son's going to college. They've got mandates and requirements. No, he... Oh, yeah, the other one, yeah. You know, yeah. My sons get into work at a giant company. Mandates and, and requirements. I'm pretty sure they'll probably have that, but right now he gets to work from home, and he kind of like... He, 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 he's one of those golden children born with a silver surfboard or gold surfboard. <laughs> Whatever comes, it, it doesn't even seem like it phases him kind of like just I'll surf on the edge of that he doesn't really hold a strong opinion about it one way or the other but he ends up on the right side of the surfboard usually that's good yeah anyway um I feel the pressure because um this is the thing that comes to mind you know it's it's a a long-held dream for my daughter to go to school where she's going yeah and her dream's coming true Mm -hmm. and you know, the effect of that is that she's more willing than not 
to go along with whatever they say she needs everything to do. Everything and anything. Yeah. Pretty much anything and everything. And that's a lot of power they hold over her in that situation. Mm-hmm. More power than probably her dad has over her by convincing or trying to coerce her myself <laughs> to get her to not to right. follow these kind of things. You know, do things like at least try a religious or a medical mandate or a whatever they call those things. Exemption. Exemption, you know. At least turn that in. At least try, you know. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is convinced that that's the right direction for them to go. They should just follow the thing because, you know, they're helping everybody else. Mm-hmm. And by helping everybody else, they help end everything. You know, they got all these ideas in their mind that get put there by other people. And those other people are, in my mind, coercing them because they have a huge amount of... Uh, Data, study, and knowledge about how to manipulate human minds. Oh, yeah, indeed. To coerce them into <clears throat> doing things they might not or wouldn't do on their own, you know? Mm-hmm. And no amount of data seems to convince them or even coerce them the other way. Because the way that the data is injected, it seems like it's like imper- impervious. <laughs> the shade's over. You can't see through it. We really have to <clears throat> remember and remind ourselves that this is about a choice. It's about a paradigm choice and it's not about mandates and religious exemptions or health exemptions or anything else, really. Right? Mm-hmm. This It's not about that. It feels a lot like it is because you're when you're in the middle of it, yeah. that's what... It's the the choice point. Yeah. So this is like the grand choice point. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And in the grand choice point, you want, well, you want your children to pick the same reality you pick. <laughs> usually, yes, right? Too, yeah. Maybe some of them is like, ah, oh, that little brat. <laughs> oh, we know which reality he wants. You know, you some of that. And some of them are like, um, you have to pick the right one. And when we say it, we say right. the right one. It's your right. You have to theirs. pick the right one. You're right, not their right. <laughs> exactly. So allowing yeah. your children to pick their right. It's hard. That's pretty tough because you want their right to be your right. Yeah. That's the, I think that's one of the bottom lines. And then again, that has to do with your job, your work, whatever work you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, when they have a mandate comes through or a law or whatever they call it. And you have to get a, you have, you are forced into a choice point, at least as it feels to you, that is essentially giving your power away. Mm-hmm. That is the very definition of giving your power away. Yeah. Because at no point do you actually have to. Right. In order to continue to exist in the light, dark paradigm, you do have to give your power away. Exactly. You have to give your power away. You have to be fear-based or some other thing. And it's fear-based and exactly. So if you're afraid of losing your job because you've just got a beautiful home, yeah, you're (laughs) fear-based. Well, yeah, nobody really wants to lose their home, fear-based or not. I like my home and I want to pay for it. And I want to continue to be able to pay for it. So how do we, um, how do you approach these choice points, this choice point with, um, 
you know, it's, it's difficult to navigate the, the, here's the, here's the point. Say, I have a great job that I like, but everyone here is totally about getting, uh, light, dark choice. Mm -hmm. They have mandates, even though there's an exemption. You have to fill it out. You have to turn it in. You have to get it approved. Probably and they're probably going revoked. to be denied. You have to do it again. <clears throat> I mean, you have to work really hard yeah. to get this exemption through this company. And if you do get it through, they're still going to cause you a going to need to wear a mark. You're going to need to do a separation. You're going to be tested on all the time. And there'll be a lot of restrictions and everything else. Yeah. But, you know, is that job the job that you really, really, really like? Is that who and where you want to really, really, really be? Or is that a nudge to say, you know, maybe this isn't the right work for me or the right place for me. And mm -hmm. there is other things out there. What do you think? I mean, how do you well, tell? I think that this choice of high frequency awakeness or continue with the light dark paradigm is very important. Right. And I think that individuals who may have said, there's no way I'm getting jabbed with something mm -hmm. that hasn't been proven or whatever. So the whatever reasons. the reasons. <clears throat> if the reason is not about, if the reason is not about choosing your paradigm, they will eventually... Wear you down? Not me. Oh. They will eventually, these individuals will eventually get vaccinated or jabbed. This is not vaccine, right? Because it's really not that. It's their it's choice. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the jab. It's, it's about their choice. Right. So eventually they will bend over for one of these coercions. It could be their grandma. Could be their job. Could be their job. Could, could be, be their, their grandchild. They got to go to the doctors to their help children. their wife or their husband. In yeah. order to go in there, they have to have a green pass. Yeah. Can't go in the door without a green pass. Yeah. It's going to either not be about them. Right. Or it will be something else to save prove them, to prove, save somebody I'm else. Get my so employers to sign a document that if I get damaged, they're going to yeah, pay. They're going to be right? paying my inheritors. Inheritors. So big they money. big money. So I'll be the martyr in this yeah, situation. Exactly. You know? Which is ridiculous because none of those things will be honored. None of them. Okay. No. No. Even if you get somebody to sign a paper for you, and you die or get very sick, they're not going to honor that paper. You take it to court and they're going to rule them out. Of course, there, there's, there's... The court system is part of the like dark paradigm. It's not about the high-frequency paradigm. And the court system will rule against you. Yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> and if they do rule for you, you might get the very rare opportunity to go in front of a light worker judge which are very extremely rare mm -hmm. guess what they're going to be um appealed mm -hmm. and that will take 20 30 years before you see anything and then eventually it will be a court where there's a not a good judge and um, you'll lose and as soon yeah. as you lose guess what you won't be able to appeal because you're dead and your inheritors will go you know what he's dead anyway mm. <laughs> or she's dead anyway doesn't matter yeah it's it's, so it's not about that. It's not, it's about, not about the, that. It's not about that, but it is about that. It's not about it, but it is about it. That's what, what makes mean? it a little bit complicated. Well, it's not about getting it or not getting it. It's about choosing that paradigm or not. Exactly. That's yeah. really what it's about. It is about that. So if people do get into coercion, it's because they already chose that light-dark paradigm. 
So if you're choosing a light paradigm and your job's doing a mandate or this or that or whatever, you can tune into uh, an expanded state of awareness, mm -hmm. right? You can check timelines. Mm -hmm. You can check choice points. Mm -hmm. You can check um, guidance from Gaia. Mm -hmm. You can check your high frequency entourage mm -hmm. and you can get guidance. You can check your um, tribe. Mm -hmm. That's your high frequency tribe. I'm probably going to have yeah. to say that every time, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> check your tribe. See um, what they might in the same way expand their awareness and maybe help you see something. Sometimes when we get pulled into tension spaces, our awareness shrinks. Yes. Yeah. And then we can't really make a right. high frequency choice easily. Mm -hmm. So you might quit your job and find a job that pays double with a really excellent boss who's aligned with your high frequency exactly, choices. Yeah. I mean, is that a better choice? <laughs> yeah. Than fighting a mandate? Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's way better. Course, yeah. I mean, the other day I was driving and I went to go get some food and the restaurant I went to mm -hmm. was paying $20.50 starting wage. Wow. For anyone who's willing to go to work. Wow. I'm not saying I wanted a job there. <laughs> Didn't look terrible, but I mean, I can't remember the time that it was $21 for a waiter in a restaurant. Right. Because you get tips too, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're usually when I was a waiter, they paid us half the minimum wage <laughs> because, <laughs> because you got tips. tips. Yeah. And then you had to take your tips and put it on a paper and call that income too and get taxed on that. I was mm. like, come on, you guys voluntarily tell me how much tips you got today so you can pay taxes on it yeah what kind of a system you got here <laughs> right right anyway yeah 21 bucks plus some tips that's pretty dang impressive so <clears throat> there's this there's the coercion tactic right but if you what are the things probably that helps expand your awareness like process your fear mm -hmm. even if you think you're not scared how do you process your fear when you don't think you're scared? Usually, if there's other energies, I've, we found before that if you feel like anger, righteousness, uh, jealousy, uh, frustration, all these energies, if you dig into them, there's an underlying fear at the bottom of them. True. I remember that's one of the things... That firewalled me when I first heard about fear processes. Like, fear, I'm not afraid of nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when you change fear into something like, you know, righteousness or um, righteousness is pushing your right on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then you dig into the righteousness. It's There was a, a, a fear base, but it didn't even have to go to that. You could just say, but I'm. I need everyone else to agree with my right. You can just go with that and process mm -hmm. that. You don't have yeah. to call it fear. You can process right. Right. basically any of those. I'm jealous. Yeah. Jealous is, why are you jealous? You're scared there somebody's going to be taking your girl away or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So that is a fear, but you don't have to go call it a fear if jealous works. Exactly. Process jealous. Exactly, yeah. And your body knows what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It can... Uh, it can, it can uh, identify the spot, the energy, the space, the place, and you can still work with it. Yep. So when it comes to this um, mandate stuff or the job place we're working and people telling you have to this and that and the other, the first step, process 
your charge, basically. Yes. <laughs> that could be yeah. fear, that could be right, that could be um, justice, that could be all these things, you know. Murder. <laughs> murder, whatever, process a little bit. So you can move out of a polarity. Mm -hmm. When we say that, when I say move out of polarity, I mean move out of you have to have the right answer for everyone around you. Right. And move into let's see what's happening. Mm -hmm. From a state more neutral. Yeah. It's like, yes, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I understand what I think. I understand what mm, the lawyers that I like think. Mm -hmm. And I don't like what the lawyers you like think. And the <laughs> doctors that I like, I know what they think. And I like that. But not the doctors you listen to. I don't like what they say. You know, move a little bit away from that pole, right? Mm -hmm. Just be there in the middle. And then, and then move forward with whatever guidance you select. What kind of guidance? How would you get guidance? Well, this like, is guidance, right? This podcast. Oh, yeah. You listen to somebody like you. Us. Us. <laughs> How about cards? Yep. We can do cards. How do cards help? You know, um, well, it's just a language. You know, we invent a language between ourselves and our expanded awareness, our collective awareness also. Mm -hmm. And um, we use that language. Right? So the cards is a way for our higher self to talk to our... Our expanded awareness self talk to our... Smaller awareness Contracted self. awareness self. Yes. Yeah, because our contracted awareness self is having a nice time. Yeah, that's the it's one like, you need to be able to function as a human being. Right. Otherwise, there would be... It wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. <laughs> you would be... Uh -uh. Floating around and expanded awareness, expanded awareness being everybody and, and being everything. Totally tuned into that leaves of those trees, the tree leaf over there right yeah. now. What mandate? <laughs> Look at that tree. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so um, are there other things, other divination ways, oracle things? Oh, you have a book, don't you, that can use an oracle? Oh, that's right. We do have an oracle book. Yeah. What's that one? Do you remember what it's called? You, you can find it at ineliabenz.com. Yeah. In the books. The 2012 to 2017, is that Oracle book? Yeah, that's that's a great one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that 2012 to 2017 Ascension. I'm not sure if the yeah. title is exactly. Okay. Ilya probably has a link in the notes. Yeah. But I thought you meant the photograph book. That, that yeah. one also. Yeah, yeah there's more than one Oracle. Yeah. The photograph book, that one. Oh my gosh. How mm -hmm. many pages is that? It's got. I'm not sure. It's plenty. Yeah. So basically you open up a book and it'll open up to the page with a saying that may help you get clarity around your question. Yeah. So that's a way you can use an oracle, a book. Mm -hmm. um, what other ways might you get guidance from your high-frequency entourage? Could you go, go to a psychic or something? Uh, depends on your psychic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings me to... How do you find a high-frequency psychic? <laughs> you got to walk with me now. <laughs> oh. There's tons of them there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a ton, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> my experience with, you know, going with the flow of things and see how it works, it seemed like there's some highfalutin muckety-mucks saying a lot of stuff. <clears throat> And then there's some other highfalutin muckety-mucks writing all this stuff down, saying, okay, everybody, you have to do this. 
And then there's some not-quite-so-highfalutin muckety-mucks who are looking at all that stuff, say, oh my gosh, how do we implement that? Okay, we, you guys do this and then the other thing. And then there's the rest of us who aren't in that high muckety-muck position that are supposed to comply. And um, I'm not going to say all, but many of us compliers are not really convinced that complying is absolutely necessary. Hey, you got all the rules down now. Okay, guys, here's the rules. You know what to do now. Let's just go do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And something like half of the people or more, 90% of the people are just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not like the boss of you anyway. Mm-hmm. And 10% are like, uh, oh my gosh, we got to follow all these rules in order to do X, Y, Z. But in fact, not following any of the rules and not doing any of the stuff, Nobody said anything either. Mm. It was a very strange circumstance, honestly, <laughs> because it felt... <clears throat> so what are we talking about right now? Because we're getting California, right? Let's update that too. Yes, we're in California. I was taking my daughter to college. Yes. And she went to a highfalutin college mm-hmm. with highfalutin rules and high muckety mucks making all kinds of rules. Yeah. But in that same highfalutin college with all these high muckety mucks, they had a giant portion of them who have also said these are all illegal and this is all this and this are all that. But despite that Despite they their have, experts saying it's illegal. They have other experts saying and... it's legal and they have to. <clears throat> so yeah. they, they kind of like have Both. a pile of very intelligent people who don't agree with each other. With each other, yeah. yeah. And so the manifestation of it, the experience of the place is if you want the light dark paradigm where you need all that stuff. You will have all of those rules following you and protecting you. And you'll believe that everyone's doing it too. And if you don't, nobody's kind of question. <laughs> at the door standing there saying, let me see your XYZ and where's your declaration? How many people are you? There's no enforcer. You know what I'm saying? At least for in my experience. Although maybe in other ones there were. But it was almost like you floated in. You did what you wanted, and you floated out. And then you came back. You're not even supposed to come back. And you floated in, you did what you wanted, and then you floated out. There was no restriction. Right. But there was a plenty of restrictions written, and it was easy to get all um, righteous about it. Mm-hmm. But when you moved out of righteousness, and you just had the experience that you really wanted to have, mm-hmm. it, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It, was no, it was a nothing. It was no issue. Yeah, it was a nothing issue. <clears throat> but you could make a big mountain out of it. I mean, you could you could hire lawyers. You could have run around with a fawn, a big sign on your stomach. I had a pile of stickers I could have plastered everywhere. You know? <laughs> I could have moved into resistance oh, and righteousness, righteousness. Yeah. But, but I skipped it. Yeah, just I let just them have the reality. Have the your. Universe. I'm gonna have mine. I played around <clears throat> my one wheel. And, I mean, I had a dream, which was that one day. Because I remember four or five years ago, we went and brought my son Cam to there. Yes. And uh, the campus is ginormous. Huge, yeah. And we walked around for hours in the hot sun. And it was almost like when we went to Gibraltar on the ship. Yeah. At the end of the day, my feet were like numb. Yeah. <laughs> from the hot <laughs> cement yes. and walking. Because we're not used to walking on that much hot cement. So this dream I had was that one day I'll go there with my one wheel. Mm. Uh, four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one wheel around, 
Cam can ride his bike, I'll run one wheel, you'll have your one wheel, we'll just be able to explore the whole place in comfort and ease. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they closed the damn place down. <laughs> Last couple of years. Well, Grace fortunately got in, and so I went back, and I brought my one wheel this time. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was one wheel around and go explore the campus with her and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But she doesn't like one wheeling. <laughs> and she doesn't have a bike and she don't want a bike. Well, she might get a bike. But we went, we went a wheeled anyway. Mm-hmm. But we only one wheeled about half as far as, or quarter as far as we walked last time oh. to the bookstore, to the bike store, and around. But while I'm walking around, it was, again, the same kind of experience. There were plenty who were in terror mode that you could see. And there was a large portion who were on, I'm just doing this because I think that's what you're supposed to do, and I'm going to do what you're supposed to do. And then there was a handful that were none of the above. Mm. They weren't in it or out of it. They were just existing and doing their thing. Right. And there was nobody coming about it, you know. Everyone was free to be in their reality. But when you um, encountered people in the other reality... They weren't interested in engaging with you too much. And when you encountered ones that were kind of like going along, it felt like they hadn't really chosen anything yet. They're kind of like still. There's a lot of those. I found a lot of those. Still, they make, they have the appearance of I chose, but they aren't. Yeah. I have found a lot of those. They could go both way, either way, I should say. Yeah, I thought the fence sitting time was over, but. No, it isn't. It isn't. It but isn't. it's not actually sitting on the fence. It's just that the right trigger hasn't been activated yet. Ah, for that's the point. That's a good point, right? Yeah. Remember, we talked about that ages ago. Mm-hmm. And one thing, a couple of things to remember throughout all this. Yeah. Just because people get jabbed doesn't make them evil. They're still good people. They yeah. just chose to continue the life that you're having right now, right? Right. Um, and also... Just because somebody doesn't get a job doesn't make them a light being or that they're choosing right. their light paradigm, right? Not right now. That's why it's taking three generations and that's why there's going to be other things that other people who choose the light dark paradigm are going to indulge themselves into so that that choice can be carried out. Yeah. It seems... And the, there was a, also something very important that sometimes we forget because we're very egotistical as a, as a race, human race. And that is that this choice of paradigm shift is, wasn't taken just by humans, mm-hmm. right? And about the planet Earth. It was taken by every being, everything that's on the planet. Mm-hmm. And we often think that, um, the, we think that in the West that items like things are not sentient. Mm-hmm. Only people are. So only people are sentient. Everything else isn't. Right? This is what we're taught in the West. Uh, so a table is not sentient. A car is not sentient. Your coffee is not sentient. Right? Your dog is not sentient. Your cow is not sentient. Right, your pigs and your chickens are not sentient. This is what is taught in the West. Hmm. But actually, all of those are sentient. And the choice of going back to a natural state of a paradigm of um, just light, 
which is the natural state. That is the choice that was taken by every sentience on the planet, including all the rocks and the oceans and the trees and the grass and the bugs. And the carrots and the cabbages and yeah. the lettuces. Yeah, exactly. So they serve, like human beings are reality creators. So we are very powerful reality creators. And um, they ha there are billions of people born on earth who are light workers mm -hmm. who choose the light paradigm yes there are billions and billions that chose to continue with the dark light paradigm right mm -hmm. but in overall even though in the human numbers 70 something 72 percent may be choosing to continue with the darkness of the planet uh, of experience that we've had so far on the planet and only 28% have chosen to move into the light paradigm, the natural paradigm. Even though those numbers are so extreme, we, they, the ones that chose the light dark paradigm to continue on that are actually a minority when it comes to all sentiency on the planet, including Gaia. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you look at it from that perspective, you will be supported if you do, if you have chosen the light paradigm and you step out of fear. Uh, right? Yes, if you step out of fear. And you step out of being coerced and step out of righteousness and you step into processing all that stuff and step into that knowing that you are part of that larger orchestration of bringing the new paradigm onto the planet. You will have ease throughout all of this. You would yeah. have ease. It feels a bit tough because you feel like you need to fight for your right. Mm -hmm. Even that yeah. has the word in it, fight. Yeah. Fight for your rights. Yeah. So, and it's at different levels. You know, it's like um, one of my relatives uh, was going into righteousness and another one, but righteousness, but is willing to get jabbed just to prove himself right, right even though it <laughs> might kill him. One of mine, too, is willing to get jabbed just to prove me wrong. <laughs> right. He already did. <laughs> um, and another relative is complying with the testing and everything else so that he doesn't comply, right? And are they high frequency? One would hope so. I mean, a lot... I'd love them for it to be high frequency, but they mm -hmm. don't live a high frequency life. So they haven't processed their fears, for example. They still continue to engage in a, an enormous amount of fear and righteousness, right? Mm -hmm. So where does that leave them? It makes it harder, right? If they chose to be in the middle of the river, mm -hmm. rowing into a beautiful ocean, if they chose that, they're still and they still carry that fear and righteousness and other energies that are low frequency. They're gonna have a really tough time. And as they pat you know, struggle in the middle of the water, struggle, struggle, struggle. There's other people around them, right? They're peaceful and rejoicing. Mm -hmm. But their swinging and kicking hits them every now and then, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's not pleasant for the individuals who are past moved past that all that stuff. But when you live in a 
enormously large city with billions of people, millions of people, not billions, but millions of people, and and uh, all this stuff is souped up and really maximized, and you've got all your 5G towers everywhere, and, you know, you go to the store and come back sick, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. All these things, it's really hard to step out of that low-frequency soup. It's very hard. But you can do it. Yeah, I went to a food festival last night in the middle of California and all of the restrictions that you can imagine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, I don't like large crowds mm-hmm. too much, mm-hmm. but it was kind of heartening to see a large crowd gathered. It felt like, hmm, you guys aren't scared of each other no more, are you? <laughs> there were some masks and all that of stuff course yeah but there was a ton without it ton and they were all elbow to elbow shoulder to shoulder 150 people in a line for each food truck (laughs) insanity levels of two hours of a line for a 10 minute food thing (laughs) i don't know why california people like that so much (laughs) it kind of reminded me of new york images or pictures i'd seen of it when i went to new york there were no lines and it was clean and there was no <laughs> shoulder to shoulders of anything. You go in and get the famous pizza. And it's like, yeah, here, have one. But California, man, you got to wait in line, hundred people to get a, a burrito. Yeah, insane. But they were happy yeah. and smiling and gathered, and nobody at that time and that place writes about each other. But I did hear a few of, "Wow, it's strange to be around so many people again. It's nice. I love it." And I was feeling like. Wow, it's strange to be around so many people again. I don't know why people would like this. <laughs> but in this one circumstance, I'm very happy just to see it, just to be witness to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it felt nice. One of the things we need to remember, and you made a good point, like the way that you felt, mm-hmm. like why do people like this, right? Being so many people together and stuff. <laughs> And other people saying, I love this, or it's good to be back, you know? Yeah. One of the things to remember is that the human collective is all about connection, and the person's, your experience, anybody's experience is all about connection. So when you feel the pressure mounting, or when you feel things are not going your way, or you feel that you're being pressured or coerced, Have a look and ask yourself, where is my connection off or where am I not connecting? Okay. Right. If you're connecting with your high frequency um, tribe, there won't be any coercion in there. Correct. Yeah. I mean, this is all brand new to us coming down to California and seeing all this firsthand, uh right? It's like, because it's like we, this hasn't been part of our experience Mm -mm. at all. At and zero. where we've landed is not part of the experience here either, mm-hmm. right, Daniela's property? Yeah, it's really like, splendid, this place. Blends, yeah, it's splendid and free and none of the neighbors are... I just took PB for a one-wheel ride mm-hmm. to go, um, you know, take her for a morning walk and let her go. And we ran into two di- giant jackrabbits. Giant. <laughs> They're like five times her size. Yeah. I thought they were coyotes. They oh were so God. big. <laughs> and about eight. Don't know if they're wild turkeys or not, but they're just running around. They looked at us. They thought we were the strangest thing that exists. <laughs> this human floating <laughs> and a tiny little 
wrapped oh, on the end of a string. <laughs> what the heck is going on in this world? Their world got shook. Yeah. But they didn't gobble, gobble, gobble. They just looked. Looking, 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 looking. What's going on here? What is that? What the heck is that? UFO, they had an alien encounter. Yeah, they did. They had an alien encounter. All right. So, what you were saying, anyway. If you're feeling uh, coercion or you're feeling uh, pressure, then where are you not connecting? Exactly. Tap into where you're not connecting. Yeah, where are you not connecting? Right? That's what you need to look at. Where's my connection off? Or what am I connecting that I shouldn't be connecting? Or what am I connected to that I might not ought to be? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. I know my preference, for example, last night was to then barbecuing with a small group, just my kids and maybe one or two of their friends, barbecuing on the beautiful campus and one wheeling around and enjoying the the reason for being there, not being somewhere else right. with 10,000 or 100,000. It was 100,000 people, easily 100,000 people. But um, again, that wasn't the experience they wanted. They wanted to go the 100,000 100, California Experience <laughs> Giant Food Festival, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I managed, strangely enough, it was the craziest thing. I went in the lines are hour each stand and I went and I found one that had zero line, zero people on it. That's no. usually not a good sign for food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, we'll get something. <laughs> and it was these, uh, they were like pancakes uh-huh. made of some kind of rice flourish thing. Uh-huh. And on top it was dusted uh, Indian spices like lime, curry, leaves and um, wow. some pipe peppers and stuff like that so it was kind of like a pancake from india okay but thick mm-hmm. with whatever spices he wanted on it so i ordered some of those things and while i were coming um he said if you take an instagram post and tag us you can get a free one too <laughs> so i called grace over and she took a picture of me and i smiled and got thumbs up and we got another one no line <laughs> I got 77 hits on my um, Wow, tag. that's a record for you, huh? Yeah, it was totally a record. Well, I use Grace's Instagram, so that oh, helps. That's, that, that explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got to say, I couldn't finish any of them. Oh, no. It was too the, strange for you. The balance the was off. Oh, it had, uh, the cake was nice, mm-hmm. but they overspiced it. Oh, yeah. Sort of like your steak, overspiced a little bit for you. It was overspiced for me. Yeah. Probably if I lived in the city for a long time, my taste would have been numbed by the city smokes. Oh, right. Maybe it would have been fine, but it was a little bit I rough. think it's cultural, too, because last night we had pizza. Mm-hmm. And um, the barbecue chicken pizza, uh, I had a, a little piece of it, and it literally tasted like candy. It was so sweet. So I had to close my eyes and pretend I was eating toast and jam. <laughs> no right. kidding? Yeah. Well, and then I was hilarious. able to eat it because if I thought it was pizza, I couldn't because no. it was so, so sweet. It was pure sugar. Huh. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think it's cultural. I think it's a cultural thing of, you know, not, not so much the balance, but a cultural taste. Hmm. 
Well, yeah, probably because it, one bite of one of them and my face was falling off, burning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the uh, taste of the other one, it was just overly over overwhelming yeah. spices, you know. Did the kids eat it? Um, they had a taste of each. <laughs> but we also had gotten this very strange steak kind of sandwich uh-huh. and french fries that had cubed up meat that was cooked on a grill of some kind and it had um scotch bonnet peppers probably i don't know there were orange ones that were kind of cut thin oh. and they were so hot that your face would melt off if you ate one of oh them oh my gosh so the food was spicy huh? and it had a raw not a raw but a fried egg on it and it had i don't know pickles or something and it's very strange food. <laughs> it was very odd food. But we had been uh, moving Grace in and going to collect her and things. Hungry. And we ate breakfast at uh, nine or something. Yeah. And it was four. Yeah. Five. We were starving. So even the hot peppers went down. <laughs> That's funny. But we had no lines. Yes. <laughs> but, but when we went a little further, surprises. we met one of their friends named Jay. And Jay said he had been there since it opened. And when he got there, there were really long lines and it was super hot too. It says like mostly waiting and a little bit of eating, 90% waiting, 10% <laughs> eating. And we were looking around like there were lines before. I said, what is this? <laughs> These are lines everywhere. <laughs> he said, oh, it's way better than it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, he said, one thing you should know, if there's a line, it's good. If there's no line, you don't want to eat there. <laughs> it's like a little late for that. Yes. Well, we know that anyways. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. I was just thinking Gaia was giving that. me a beautiful place to go eat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that can that <clears throat> has happened to us before. That does, yes. And those those little cakes work good. I just should have had the spice on the side. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I usually do when I go or used to go to restaurants and order a salad in the U.S., I would always and would order the dressing on the side because mm. they overwhelm the vegetables usually yeah. with dressing. So I would always order it on the side and then I can add how much I want. <laughs> and if they make a mistake and give me like blue cheese or something instead of ranch, then I can send it back and they bring me a new one and the food is still good. So yeah, choices and... Uh, so I want to talk about that choice thing. Yeah. One of the things that I, I was cognizant of was that I was being exposed to a bunch of spikes or 5Gs or whatever the hell it is that's going around, you know? Yeah. Whenever we mingle, we have that immediate, immediate health, crash. health <laughs> crisis feeling start, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know if everybody does, but I, I try to exist in the world where I'm not impacted negatively by the world. That's my set point that's how i like the world to be mm-hmm. and it's a bit pollyanna i know but that's what's gonna be <laughs> right now maybe it hasn't reached it yet sometimes right. it isn't because we're co-creating this experience and there's yeah. other people who don't have that one mm-hmm. and if you're going to engage with them then you're going to have some of theirs rub on to you yes and they're going to have some of yours rub on to them yes and you know probably the both of you aren't going to be terrifically happy right about it right. but if you can mitigate it in some way you'll be fine so the other side, they can wear their triple masks and their goggles and gloves gloves, and to be sure that I'm probably not messing up their life, right? Uh-huh. And I can, well, <clears throat> I took plenty of the vitamins and things. 
didn't give me a shield. It didn't work. Oh. I knew what I needed. I wanted to have some of that yellow gold um, silver. silver solution. Colloidal. Colloidal silver because I know that worked. Yeah. Like, bam, right now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I could not find it anywhere. Now we're just some. <laughs> oh, good. So, as I was going, you probably can hear my voice is a little bit hoarse. Yeah. Because I'm still toxified a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> but I could feel it come on and stick. <clears throat> and then start to saturate a little bit, yeah. you know? I could feel the saturation. And so, um, I just kind of focused on, I would get some of that silver somehow, some way. <laughs> Maybe when I get home, maybe yeah. tomorrow, but somehow, some way, I'm going to get it. So I took some elderberries and zincs and vitamin Ds, and I kept my system supported. Supported, and I, you know, kind of like apologized to it. I'm sorry you're being exposed to this, <laughs> but you know, we're tough. We can handle it. Mm -hmm. We'll resolve whatever and mitigate whatever happens when we get home. Let's have the experience that we want to, and do the best we can with what we got. We did. And when we got home, you had some silver stuff, and I tried it. Just the kind that we had originally had it doesn't make anything color gold. Right. So it, it, it like help. has a help, but it yeah. wasn't the same. Right. Because like you can hear my voice; it's still not fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And that silver stuff shh, that kind of wipes it out. Yeah. Now, the thought is that it's antimicrobial or whatever, and it's killing whatever is those poison bacteria in your throat and things. And yeah. That's not what's going on. Okay, what is going on? Tell us. I don't know. I think it has I to just do know with it's the metal. That. I think it has to because, do with the metal. I yeah. think it has to do with the etherics. I think it has to do with the conductivity of your throat yeah, and body. Yeah, the, the magnetics and magnetics. Magnet yeah. Maybe it's something. I think it's with an electric related, universe. Yeah, I think it's something <coughs> within the electric universe. I agree. Um, I actually put it on my head, on my scalp. Mm -mm. A couple of times when I started feeling that I can't remember where we went, but it, I came home the other week and I wasn't feeling that good. And I grabbed some and I just put it on my head, right? Just mm -hmm. spontaneously, just covered my head on with it, and boom, I felt so much better. So I think it has to do with the metal aspect uh -huh. of it. And the, it's the, something the conductivity. Yeah, of conductivity it. or. <clears throat> In magnetism or something like that. It disrupts or it encourages. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say it either. But yeah. I know it's not a bike microbial thingy that's instantly fixed. Yeah. It feels like a connection thing. Yeah. It clears a connection that's disrupted. Right. Or, yeah, basically. Yeah, because through our breathing and through our touching and through our seeing and hearing, this is how we connect with this universe. Oh, maybe it facilitates a better connection to our high frequency. Expanded awareness. Awareness reality. Yeah. It clicks it back in. Yeah, it's possible. It's, well, you know, bottom line is, whatever the mechanism is, it's an immediate and obvious alter from negative to positive. Yes. In our experience. Yeah. So, um, I suggest if you want, <laughs> if you're going to be exposing yourself, then get some of that. Yeah. 
Now, there's other exposures, of course. That, um, for example, the low-frequency fear that other people carry, not necessarily about the jab or the COVID or anything like that, but other other fears that they carry. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're telling your body to be afraid. Yeah, telling your body to be afraid and... Um, or to flush or to whatever. So there's other things, you know, um, and or negative interactions with people who are a little bit psychotic, right? Mm. And you know that you're going to be around them, or you are, or you live with them. I've, I've heard people say that yeah, my husband, my wife, my, but, my yeah. son, my daughter, my mom, my dad, girlfriend, my boyfriend. brother, yeah, my girlfriend, boyfriend, you know. Um, I'm not only vaxxed, but I'll, or sometimes I'm not even, but they are psychotic, right? Wow. They are threatening and they've filled with fear and their interactions are always charged with that negative energy, which is toxic. Mm -hmm. So how do you navigate that toxicity, not so much the, the spikings and the sheddings and all that, but well, how do you navigate the toxicity of that low frequency engagement, including righteousness? that are part of a lot of the groups that are forming to create new new paradigm structures. Mm -hmm. But they're filled with righteousness and they go to battle, you know, they go and show the story by everybody not wearing a mask or whatever, so, you know. How do you deal with that toxicity? Because I found myself last night um, worn out from the toxicity of negative interactions, right? Mm -hmm. So... What what would you suggest? Well, um, let's see. What helped me navigate that um, particular thing? Uh, well, I had just listened to a podcast actually on my whole drive back from the college, and it was exploring basically the subject matter that was brought up, you know? And that subject matter and the uh, traumas associated with it and this and that and the other things. So um, one of the things that helped was to move from... move from... <clears throat> I'm the target of this thing to what is that thing? What is the cause of that? And what, and I mean, I mean, basically deconstructing it, you know, spending time with you, you and I discussing the mechanics of it, the basis of it, the formation of it, possible resolutions of it. And then, um, I guess having someone to de stress it with yeah. to remove its um, remove power. the pressure of that and its mm -hmm. power mm -hmm. and replace it with our connection basically yeah. connect with your high frequency mate right and then you can navigate basically any anything really yeah. 
So get yourself some high frequency mates. To get yourself a high frequency mate to deconstruct and, those yeah. situations. And uh, if you need an aware, aware expansion about it, you know, mm-hmm. look at it with your high frequency mate yeah. or your mates. And if your high frequency mate, well, if your mate isn't the high frequency mate, what do you do if your girlfriend's like, uh, or your boyfriend instead of being the, uh, the one you can deconstruct these things with is the one that you have the problem with? What do you do? Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? That is a problem, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I would suggest, I mean, every situation is different. Yeah. Some, I don't know. You can't really go through this. No. The point is, is that at the at the end of it, there is going to be a separation. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of when is the separation. Right. Is it going to be a biological separation? Or is it going to be a physical? Is it going to be an emotional? Energetic. When people pick different paradigms, they are separated. Yeah. The manifestation of how and when. That's can be long and painful. your choice. It can be short long and painful. painful, short and painful. It could be short and painful. ambivalent. <laughs> <laughs> it could be short and relief. It could yeah. be long and a relief. It can be tragedy. I mean, there's so many. That's the point of Earth. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to play the play. Yeah. But the point is, is if you pick different paradigms, you're going to separate. Yeah. That's no true. two if ands or buts about right. it. Right. The when, that part's up to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's always been. Right. It hasn't ever been any different. So, um. Yeah, there was a person who posted on the Inelia Ben's Telegram channel. Yeah. Um, uh, and we do read it. <laughs> we yep. read it then. Every day, channel. all the time. Yeah. And he asked, um, he said, my girlfriend just got vaxxed. Should I split up with her? You already like, have. <laughs> what? Yeah. You already have, right? You already have. Yeah. She's already split up from you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not something that I can answer. People can stick around with their spouses or their boyfriends and girlfriends if they want to. It's not something I would do, right? Because, you know, all the shedding and the actual fact that people have chosen different paradigms already is very, very... It's that, to me. It's yeah. your choice was light, dark paradigm, and my choice is light paradigm. We basically already split. Exactly, yeah. The physical manifestation of it of comes that. when it comes. Right. And you're the, you can either be the boss of it or the victim of it. I don't know how you want to be. Right. What kind of experience do you want to have? Do you want to have the take care of them when they get sick experience? Mm-hmm. Do you have the uh, <laughs> read this article, what to do now that you've chosen and you think that you made a mistake? give them that article and run through that process with them. I mean, the options are there, but the splits happened. Yeah, the splits has already happened. Did you answer that question? No. I didn't look, no. Because it's kind of one that needed needed More sitting with. Yeah. And each but situation also, is in unique. Why are you asking me? You know, it's like, who am I to tell you what to do in your life? Well, this isn't the same. This is called asking your high-frequency tribe and your entourage for advice to explore this topic because it's not a simple thing. I think that's the key word there, exploring this topic rather than tell me what to do, right? Right. Because I didn't answer because it was a tell me what to do question, but I will explore it with you and then you can make your own mind, right? Uh I know that there's another person 
Another person was saying, uh, my husband got vaccinated, shall I still make love to him? Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Or with him. And I'm like, ah, you know? Yeah, because we use, we put ourselves in that position, yeah, right? Yeah. And, well, how would I, what would I personally do is going to be... we're sleeping in a different house. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean that's for you? No, no of course not. Of course because not. it's the dynamic, it's very different. You, you know, you might be love, very loving and, you know, you don't know. I don't yeah, know. And you might be in a location where... You can't. The exposures to this toxin at a certain level is going to help you maneuver and yeah. put you into the middle of the river while you float out of it. We don't know. We don't know the situation. Each one in yeah. each situation is unique. I know what I would do or what I think I would do, but until you're in that position, it's difficult know. to know. Exactly. Because, right. again, these are orchestrated positions, mm -hmm. pushes and pulls manifestations and co-creations right they're yeah. all these things they are yeah it's, it's very broad but the choice at the end of the day it is about the choice right mm -hmm. yeah it's the manifestation the physical manifestation of a, of split, a, of a choice. split choice yeah you've made a choice you have a choice point mm -hmm. you've chosen and now i can guarantee you one thing though What's that? No matter what the situation you're in, mm -hmm. if you look after your physical body, yes, drink plenty of water, sleep well, rest, right, right, eat well, mm -hmm. and have the the state of mind of spending some time in a high frequency altered state every day, connecting mm -hmm. with the right people, reading the right blogs, reading the high frequency stuff, yeah. And having that option, that decision of, I'm going to stay high frequency here. I will not indulge in the low frequency stuff and, and take time and sit with things when they affect you deeply and wait for your honey to arrive so you can deconstruct it or whatever. Yeah, you know, wait. Rather than just split. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, you will have a smooth journey no matter what your situation is. You will have a smooth journey. I would say that. That's good. Yeah, and I, I believe that's completely true. Like my my experience yesterday going to the school, I pretty much had resigned myself to the probability that I will be sitting in the truck because <laughs> there are some things that I wasn't willing to do, you know? Yeah. So you didn't but have to... when I examined the... Oh, your puppy wants to go out. <laughs> she can't go out. Okay. <laughs> She's already been out. All right. We'll go for a ride in a minute, Pee Pee. In a minute. <laughs> I think she might want her food too. Oh, that's right. When I moved aside from my projections of what they were trying to force me to do, for example, uh -huh. and I just said, well, how about I just look at what it says? And when I looked at what it says, there was nothing on there that I was objecting to. Yeah. And I said, if I have to do those things when I get there, I might, I might not. We'll see how it feels and what it looks like and what the energy of the space and places right if it's a giant oppression i probably won't engage mm -hmm. if it's not i'll be fine mm -hmm. and i went with my eyes open to see yeah not pre-setting it as a negative or a positive but just mm -hmm. let's see right. and when i got there it was a easy breeze it was perfect in every way i mean as perfect as could be <laughs> yeah 
And it was great, and it was fun, and there was no grumble, grumble, oh, I'm going to, you know, there was none of that. It was just pure pleasure. Nice. So, yeah. At least go see, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Don't sit in the in the internet bubble. It, that tends to happen, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. The internet world, and then the real world. Mm-hmm. I mean, the internet world gives you a clue of what kind of things are happening. Uh-huh. Phoebe... <laughs> She wants to, she's complete. She's complete. <laughs> she's complete. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done. We got one more thing to talk about. Okay. Gotta give it? her a toy or a food. <laughs> so, coercion. Yes. And convincing. Uh-huh. When it's a person who comes to you who has a strongly held position mm-hmm. and you have a strongly held position also. Mm-hmm. And they're at odds with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to engage in discussion about it. Yeah. Do you enter into that discussion trying to convince them your position is right? Or do you just have the discussion and see where it goes? Are you open for them to um, bring data huge... that you don't know? Well, here's the thing. The whole question even shows you if you can have a discussion or not, because if you enter a discussion to convince them, it's not a discussion. It's righteousness. I'm right. I'm going to convince you you're wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they come in with that energy, it's impossible. I just, you know, ignore them. I just go, fine. Yeah, you're right. Boom. (laughs) Over. (laughs) Discussion is over. Right. Because it's not a discussion. But when people come in with genuine arguments like no no no, i think that this is it you know why would why are you saying that it's not and it's okay i'll tell you why i'm saying that it's not this is why oh i hadn't seen it that way before that might be the response Mm -hmm, but sometimes mm -hmm. they do fall into no 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 you're wrong or you're stupid and then as soon as they attack you personally call you stupid or crazy or whatever make an insult of the person and you know it's not a discussion they were never there for a discussion. They were there to make you wrong. And then you give them that. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Boom. Over. Over. Because you're really not I was wrong for having you. a discussion. Yeah, what you're saying is <clears throat> I was wrong for you. Yeah, so you're right. let's say it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend and they're mm, displaying a choice point where they feel they're being pressured or going to cave into the pressure mm-hmm. to, uh, say, get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them to. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of tools at your disposal to make mm-hmm. their life miserable if they choose other than what you want. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you deploy those tools in your basically coercing them to pick oh, differently? Right, right, right. Yeah, the coercion. On the other side, here's the thing. Because, right. Or if somebody gives into coercion, it's not somebody you want to be with. Because sooner or later, they will give in to the larger coercion, right? So if somebody comes in and you have all these tools and things and capacity, whatever, you know, it's me me or the highway, whatever it's, what's it called? It's my way or the highway, my way, baby. My, yeah. If you do that, then it's the wrong person to be with. That needs to be coerced to be with you. Yeah, but, right? yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Like, Peepy's coercing you to take her out for a run. <laughs> I know she loved that run. I think she saw Brett. Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
What? So. You you want them. You want them to to make that choice on their own. But we're fully informed. You can give them all the information, right? And then they can make. They can carry out their choice. I should say. Then they can embody their choice that they made. They can say, "Oh bloody hell, not! I'm not actually going to do it." Or they can say, "Well, I'm doing it anyways." Or they can say, "I'm not doing it because otherwise you'll leave me." Right. right but eventually, if they say they that, will. that's not the the embodiment of their choice, and they will embody their choice sooner or later. Right. So, so coercion either direction now. is not a great thing. Right. Coercion is bad. Coercion uh, is bad. Either well, way. when we say bad, we mean coercion Negative, is light not, dark. Yeah. So when you're when you're attempting coercion on another, then you are engaging in the light dark paradigm. Yeah, you are. You yeah. are yes. falling for it. Yes, you're falling for it. You're falling for it. Yeah, you're that's falling for it. That's a tricky way. I mean, <laughs> there's that's a thing to be cognizant of. You are picking a high frequency reality, or else you wouldn't be listening to this. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't if have made it this far. Because I have somebody who said, you know, it's my way or the highway. And they, the guy left, right? It was a highway. It was a clear choice, right? This is the paradigm I'm choosing. If you don't like it, I can't be with you, right? And fine. You choose your paradigm, I'll choose mine. Bye, right? So it's, it can also be a statement of our personal choice. But it's, it's kind it's of coercion. Kind of, it's, it's because, kind of, yeah. Because, you know, it let me just it say. It doesn't last. It doesn't right? last. Let me yeah. just say. You coerce someone, you tell them, if you do that, then I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. And they tell you, okay, then I'm not going to do it because yeah. you forced me. Right. You've got power over me. Exactly. It's and then the they go and do it anyway and just lie to you about it. <laughs> yes. I mean. Because they know right? better. Or whatever. So when you're approached with that and it's a, it's an honest question, you know, hey, if I go do this, how is that going to affect our relationship? Mm-hmm. How can you answer them without applying coercion? Um, I would say, well, you, if, in case they didn't know, well, this is how I feel about this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that it's a higher. You're, we're on free will choices. We need to make a choice here, um, and I see that this is the data that I'm looking at, and I would not in a thousand years get jabbed not even a million never actually I never will mm-hmm. and I would be extremely sad if you did because this is what I see would happen to you if you did now you might have different data and you know that's your choice and what you choose to follow so you, you do state where you're at mm-hmm. and they make it extremely clear, but you own it. It's not about if you do that, then I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Right. It's, this is how I feel about it. This is my data point mm-hmm. And this is how I would feel. Right. It's not a, like, um, well, if you do it, I'm going to leave you. Although, you know, you will. Right. Well, you know, in a but, way, you are being left. You are, or yes, they do, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
it's a very different vocabulary. It's almost like the vocabulary that, you know, counselors always teach you own your feelings when you're with a couple, right, in a relationship. You don't say, you hurt my feelings because you're an asshole and you did cruel things and you've per hurt me on purpose. Mm -hmm. You say, when you, um, when you whistled really loud, you hurt my feelings, <laughs> right? <laughs> so oh, the whistling that you do hurt my feelings. So, so you say have a trauma about whistling. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm not saying the relationship is over, but the relationship's over. <laughs> no, not really. No, not really. You no, because it isn't true. Because you don't know. But if you're asked directly, or if your partner is and I've, I've says, met, "Hey, I've we got mandates people. coming, honey. Yeah, we got our house bill payments. If I don't submit to this shot, then we're going to lose our house." Don't worry about it, darling. We will get it. We're not alone. We have a tribe. Mm -hmm. We can figure it out. <laughs> okay, honey. I got all the guys at work pressuring me. All of them got their shots. I have to get it or else I don't have anybody I can work with. They won't let me work with anybody. Well, let's start looking for a new job. Oh. <laughs> honey, I'm exposed to a whole bunch of manual compromised people at work and they're requiring anyone that does that job um, have this. Otherwise, I put everyone at risk and I, I can't do my job. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't see the difference between that one and the previous one. <laughs> Let's get it's a new close. job, darling. <laughs> Let's get a new job, darling. Honey, I've been doing this job for 50 years. I'm good at it. I'm autopilot. And now those bastards want me to do something I don't want to do. And it's we got like, retirement. we got six months until retirement. <laughs> Six months. Oh, how much uh, sick leave have you got left? <laughs> <laughs> so nowhere in there did uh, the conversation come up. If I do it anyway, what are you going to do? But let's say we go to there. What? Honey, we got this house payment. So I'm going to do it. We got a span date. I got to stay in good standing with my work in order to pay for all this stuff. Um, I love you, but... No, but I love you, and I I need to get this shot. Actually, I did last week. Probably <laughs> I need to get this shot in order to keep our job, so we can keep all of our stuff. How do you feel about that? Well, does she know? Or he know that the person got the job already, or not? No. Well, get a new job. It's always easy. What about the um, exemption stuff? You could try the exemption stuff for a while, but they're going to reverse that soon in us anyways. Exemptions will be dumped. Oh, yeah, very soon. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap to this, to um, engage you in... Getting yourself into a box. Identified. Yes. into No, no, no. You see, uh, into a box, um, and the box gets smaller every time. So, if... I think once they'd already uh, invalidated religious exemptions for their health workers, mm -hmm. right? And that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, you can have religious exemption, and then suddenly, no, you can't. Yeah, because one thing people forget. It's often, about a choice. It's about, it's about a, choice, a choice, plus the circumstances that you are in right now do not match the circumstances that they will be. Yeah. So right now, you can have an exemption, but when there's a... In a few weeks. And when the knob gets cranked up, you won't have an exemption. You, there won't be such a thing so as an like, exemption. 
they don't want you there. You don't qualify to be part of that paradigm, period, okay? You do not qualify. <laughs> you need to find yourself or create yourself a new paradigm. I've been saying That's this since 2019. That's the answer from the start. I've been saying this. My way or the highway means create a new paradigm. Exactly. We take the highway. Yeah. We create That's new my jobs. Way. Yeah. <laughs> create new jobs. Yeah. Talk on the radio phone thing. Tell people <laughs> about your experience of what's going on. Yeah. Connect with people who are talking. Yeah. Connect with your tribe. Walk with me now. Mm-hmm. Talk with me now. Iben's Academy. Mm-hmm. There's a plenty of them. Yeah. That's who you engage with. Exactly. And if you guys are all hungry, hey, let's go find a place to eat. Can't find a place to eat? Make a place to eat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get in the business of empowering your self and tribe. Exactly. To be able to make these decisions. Be, take your highway. Exactly. Be active, active proactive, proactive, not, not, not passive. passive. And that doesn't mean proactive about Righteousness over others and making their choice wrong. It means creating the place and the space for your tribe to coexist. Exactly. Very good. And then, yeah, once you've, uh, once you've done that, let me know. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me how it goes. And we'll go to your restaurant. (laughs) We'll go to your restaurant. You're darn right. We'll go to your store. We'll go to your, uh, your travel agency, your cruise ship, your airplane, your one wheel race, whatever you have. (laughs) We'll, We'll show up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel good now. Okay. How about you? Yeah. I do. I feel yeah. complete. Perfect. Me Give me too. a kiss, honey. Love you. Love you too. <laughs>